1: also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey, guys. Well, we are here in Palm Springs. Sarah, James, and I are together. Yay! Um, which is rare. You know, um, if you listen regularly, you may know that we are normally recording remotely. Sarah lives in um, Oklahoma City, and I live in Orange County. Um, but we much prefer to record together. <laughs> so it's much so easier. Much better. We can look at each other. Yes. We can read each other's cues. Um, and so we are here in Palm Springs. We came out for Alt Summit, which is a blogging conference. Um, and we are in our hotel room It's the beautiful <laughs> Sguaro Hotel. Yes. Which is absolutely
0: adorable and so colorful. It's super cute. It's like a rainbow. It is like a rainbow. And we're kind of at the tail end of this conference. It actually yes. ended last night. And yes. I'm on my way back to Oklahoma City later today. So we are excited. We had a little bit of time to get together and talk about some topics of which today's are hangover cures and also an interview with Jane Mossbacker Morris, who's one of my favorites. She runs to the market. You're going to learn a lot about her. But first, a quick word about one of our sponsors. So our girls got to try Annie's Kit Clubs, which is a subscription for crafts, and I totally love this because I am not crafty and I really fail at buying the materials. <laughs> so do I. Oh my god, like, I'm I am so totally bad. Failed. So bad. So they make it so easy for your kids to become makers and builders with their crafting and woodworking kits for kids around, I don't know, like ages 7 to 12. So Malou made this adorable sand art thing
1: that took her the whole day and oh Karis made that one too she did oh my gosh she loved it yes it was like this little sand art it came with three different art things yeah um and they'd like you know put the sand on it and then shake it off and same it took her like yeah. an entire day and she did it by herself all right herself keyword by Herself, it is
0: so awesome. You guys know how it is. Like you do a craft and you walk out of the room, and five
1: seconds later they're yelling for you and crying because they can't do it themselves. Right. So you're like, why, why, why are we doing this? If yeah. you can't do it alone, yeah, exactly. That is what I love about Annie's kit clubs. They, um, they really figure out how to distill the instructions down for kids to understand. Um, they are easy for little hands. They're not too difficult, um, and they're really cute. They make really cute stuff. India made an adorable little lock letter thing Aww. for her room. Yeah, very really very fun. cute. Very cute. So they have two different options you can choose from their Creative Girls Club, which are craft projects, or they have a young woodworker's kit, which is super cute. Both of them come with all the materials they need, illustrated step-by-step instructions, um so that they can make crafts that they feel really good about. That's so cool. And it's great for weekends, summer days, holidays. It's just when you want them to get away from the screen, perhaps? Yeah, so we have partnered with them um, to offer a great savings on your first shipment. So for 50% off the Young Workers Club, or even better, 80% off the Creative Girls Club, you can visit annieskitclubs.com backslash life. Um, And you don't need a promo code. You just go annieskitclubs.com backslash L-I-F-E for 50% or 80% off. So let's get back to the
0: topic at hand. This is coming at a very perfect time.
1: Good timing. Yes, our topic today (laughs) is hangover cures, which is timely because Sarah and I might have overdid it just a smidge. Just a smidge. Over the
0: weekend. On one particular evening that just happened to be the evening leading up to our keynote Mm -hmm. talk here at the Alt Summit, which went very well. It It was very fun. Um, so we powered through that, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a night where we went out to eat. I got a I got a carafe of wine, which is more wine than you thought it, it would is. Be. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was more than, um, a glass. And I thought, you know, it was about two glasses. But I'm really thinking it was more like three glasses, as Kristen can attest. And then we ended up at a local grocery store buying all (laughs) sorts of candy and chips.
1: Oh, and and then we decided in our wisdom in that moment to get on Facebook and do a drunk Facebook on my Facebook page. So you guys can catch that if you would like. It is on Facebook.com backslash Rage Against No Backslash Kristen Howerton. That's well, I my, will just say, how about this? Since we like to
0: embarrass ourselves at all times, we'll just link up to it on Selfie Podcast. Yes, I think we should. So you can check out the show's notes it was and 30 watch. minutes of yeah. us.
1: Blabbering like, and laughing. Yeah.
0: 38 minutes of us laughing hysterically at ourselves. Was it funny? We don't really know. But um, it, was it was certainly fun for us. It was funny to certainly us. fun for us. So um, we thought
1: maybe we should talk about these hangover cures if, well, you know, we, tried and true. We need to because I got to tell you that since I turned, gosh, probably 35, probably like, you know, seven years ago... I just can't drink anymore. Yeah. Like I used to be able to without feeling sick the next day. Like really sick. Yeah. Yes. Not like, haha, ha, I'm dragging a little, but just like, oh, oh, I can't get out of bed. This really hurts. Absolutely. What is that? I don't know. That's definitely happened to me over into my 40s.
0: Yeah. And I do feel like, honestly, 95% of the time, I'll have a hang, you know headache and I don't feel great, but I make Mm -hmm. things happen. But there are those occasional mornings where you just think, um, if I get out of my bed right now, I might actually vomit. Oh,
1: totally. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is rough. And there are, which is how I was kind of feeling as we presented our (sighs) keynote. You guys,
0: I will say that right before (laughs) it's time for us to go up, I, Kristen kind of looked at me and she's like, I don't, my stomach is not, it's a little off, and I thought, you know, I think I might vomit. And yeah. I, all of a sudden, it's just like the fear of going up in front of a lot of people mm-hmm. talking talking about self care right. for online influencers. By the way, as we walk up, hung over with you know the puffy eyes because we ate a whole bag of the um, kettle salt and fresh ground pepper chips Goodness. the night before. Delicious, um, so delicious, so delicious. But yeah. So we didn't have time for hangover cures that morning because we just had, you know, we were working on fine-tuning the
1: presentation. Oh, like, speak for yourself. I don't know if you remember, but um, I emptied the wine glass that I had been drinking out of oh. the night before, <laughs> filled it with water, and plopped some Alka-Seltzer yes. into that. I will say Kristen is a fan of Alka-Seltzer. I, I am. She
0: ha- And it was just so, she had it so effervescent in the wine glass sitting right in front. I'm like, ooh, what is that?
1: Bubbly. She's like... No, it's Alka-Seltzer. Well, plus. it is. You guys, it is my number one tip. Is it? Are never curious, first of, well, no. Backing up. Back up. My number one tip is you've got to drink as much water as you drink alcohol, if not like way more. Then that's that's your the drink, number as one. As you're tip. drinking, yes. alternate one drink, right. one glass of water. Yeah. One drink. Same you can't with me. catch up on that the next morning. No. It has to be one for one. While you're drinking. Or even loading up the day up yes. before you go out, drinking a lot yes. more than you normally do. Which, if you think about it though, we did not follow our own advice. We no. were at that restaurant, we were drinking drinks, not wine. Uh, yeah. Or I mean, not water. Right. Then we came back here, and I don't think we drank any water.
0: We didn't drink any water? No. So we didn't that's, have any water.
1: Well, that's true. We're in, yeah. And then Sarah, I was drinking tap water. Sarah's like a snob. <laughs> I started pouring it into my cup, and it did that thing
0: where the sink kind of explodes mm. and shoots out. And I thought, I don't know if I can drink this water. But then, you know, I went ahead and grabbed a ridiculously priced bottle of water the $5 sitting here, Fiji five that they dollars. Like, taunt you with Ugh.
1: because they know you're going to break down and drink it. But we did it. We we did it. We broke down. We drank it. So number one tip is for sure water. I mean, that is that is the cause. Generally speaking, of hangovers, is you you've dehydrated yourself right but my number two is for sure alka-seltzer it settles the stomach i will often drink it if i've drank too much i will drink it that evening yes as i'm going to bed and then i will drink it when i wake up it it settles the stomach it has a little bit of a painkiller in it yes and I think it's like the analgesics yes. going on there. That
0: is super helpful. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not one to take Advil a lot, you know, Motrin or Tylenol or whatever. But if I think it might be a particularly rough morning, I will get out of bed. Like the, the first moment I get out of bed, I go straight over. Yeah. Even if I know I'm going back to sleep. This could be like four 4.30 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning. Take two Advil. Yes. Take a huge swig yes. of water and go back to
1: sleep. Yeah. That's been relatively helpful. Now, have you ever used homeopathy? No, but I've heard of some kind of a powder you can take. Well, these are
0: just the little pellets. Okay. You know, so if you go to Whole Foods or wherever and they have that entire wall of all the homeopathy with all the little vials with the pellets, there's one called, I'm, I'm going to butcher this because I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's called Nux Vomichem. And it's specific. That sounds terrible. I, 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 I know. Does it not? Yeah. But it's specifically for hangovers. And let, I'll have to just go ahead and give you a little backstory of how I found out about this. I was in LA last year for a one of my best friend's 39th birthday, and we went dance. We had it was three girls. We had such a good time. We went to three different bar slash dance clubs. I think I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ended up dancing till five in the morning. Did you kill a stripper? We (laughs) did. Well, I wasn't going to bring that part up, but yes, we killed a stripper. So we, uh, danced all night. We went to bed at 5 a.m. that morning. Good Lord. Which is just not something that happens to me normally. This is a once in five year occurrence. So what happened was we got up around nine, wanted to go eat at my favorite place in L.A., I went with two other girls. I actually was feeling pretty good. Now, I will say I do think it probably was. I was slightly inebriated still. <laughs> you were still um, a little drunk. Still a little drunk. And I ordered a cappuccino from this place. Which I'd like to point out that I don't drink caffeine.
1: No, you don't. I don't.
0: I haven't for over 10 years. And I sat down with my girlfriends, and it was a—I forgot the name of it, but it's 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 the Mexican cappuccino that has that certain— spice in it yeah. that makes it very cinnamon. Yeah, and yeah. and I felt pretty good. And I took one sip of this, you know, highly potent espresso with cinnamon sip. <laughs> and it it was devastating to oh my boy. psyche and oh my boy. body. I felt the mouth start watering. Yeah, uh, I was in one of the hottest eateries in LA on a Sunday morning oh for gosh. brunch. And both of my girlfriends looked at me and said, you your your face is white. Oh my gosh. And I thought I go, I'm gonna throw up at this table. And I was mortified. I ran to the bathroom. I actually did not throw up. But I have never felt so bad in my life. So anyway, point being I didn't eat any of my food that I was just, I had been longing for for months before coming to out to LA, just sat there feeling horrible. When we left, my girlfriend, who's very into homeopathy, was like, you have to try this Nux Vomican. I'm going to go into Whole Foods myself and I'm going to get it for you. And I'm like, I cannot believe for a second that some stupid little pellet under my tongue is going to make me feel any better. Well, I have to say I, I took it and I felt so much better.
1: Okay, next, we're going to have to, we'll link this up. Yeah, Nux we'll, Vomican. Oh, it's I like, found it. Yeah. And I sell it on Amazon. Oh, there you go. We will link up to We will to link this. it up to selfiepodcast.com because I'm totally buying this. If, oh, you know what's really funny, Sarah? What? When you pull up Nux Vomica <laughs> on Amazon, <laughs> yeah. um, indie-related searches is Alka-Seltzer. Oh, see? So there so, might be a some sort
0: of similarity yeah. between those two. So I I think you take between five and ten of the pellets, put them underneath your tongue, let them dissolve, and you can take it up to three to five times a day. I don't know. All of a sudden, I ended up spending a great day in L.A. that day when I really thought I was going to die. so so funny. It worked well, and it has worked since, although I will say there's never been a point since that time, almost a year ago, that I felt like that. That was was rough.
1: Okay, let me ask you this question. Yes. Uh, Because I think we've gone through pretty much all of our cures. We have nothing else. Right. Tylenol or Advil, water, Oxlamica, water, alka seltzer. Yes. Pray.
0: Pray. Or, which is the hardest thing to do, take a walk. Really? Oh, I have found and man, I have got to slog through them sometimes, but if you get outside in that the fresh air, makes sense. and I'm not saying going on a five mile, like pump your arm walk. But walking around the block once, just like getting your body moving, getting your system moving, it starts metabolizing faster, getting that out of the body. I feel like that's helpful, too. But, you know, if it's a really rough morning, that's really hard to get yourself outside and going on a walk.
1: Well, how do you feel like when you wake up with a hangover, do you feel like you need to eat or not eat? Because I know people have different what? different feelings on that.
0: And it all depends on the hangover. Sometimes all I want is the greasiest spoon meal ever. Yes. Give me bacon, hash browns, um, eggs, like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I adore that but then sometimes no we can't see my husband's very much like if he can't if he eats anything he will go down
1: he'll have to get back into bed see i'm the okay. opposite and i was like this when i had morning sickness too when i'm nauseous i feel like i need my stomach to be full of something no that makes sense and generally if i have a hangover i want yeah i want a breakfast like like i want hash browns and eggs
0: <laughs> no that's exactly like a greasy <laughs> yeah. kind of like stick yeah, yeah. to your yeah. like something stick to that's going to absorb it Yes, I yeah. completely agree, and usually that works well for me. Um, there's nothing worse. you know when you're so hungry that you or you feel nauseous and you can't decide on what you want to eat and you just sit there flailing because yes. your blood sugar is so low? Yes. And then you throw a
1: hangover on the top of that, uh, and it's just— Yeah, we've all been there. Oh, That's my goodness. That's what room service is for, that hangovers. Is, yes. So you don't have to leave before you get that in your gut. That is so true. Okay, have you found—here's a question. Have you found that the type of alcohol you drink— Affects the hangover versus oh, the yeah. non-hangover. Yes. Yes. And I I feel like I know what you're going to say. Well, wine hurts the wine. head the most. Yes. Wine is the is the worst. Wine is where
0: I feel like I can't even fully open my eyes in the morning. Because yeah. my head... I mean, Kristen and I both suffer from migraines. Yeah. And even my neurologist told me. He said, honestly, wine is okay if you're not in the midst or even the pro-dormal period of a migraine. But if there's any...
1: Mm-hmm. indication
0: that you might be having a migraine soon to not, do not drink, drink wine. the wine. I didn't know
1: that. Yes.
0: He was very anti that. So, yeah, wine just makes my head feel horrible. Or mixing alcohol. and You, know, you the, think? Is the, that really I, a thing? I, I do. I think it is a thing. I thought it was kind of a myth, too. But I find if I go out and I just kind of had, like, maybe a beer, maybe um, a gin and soda, ta- you know, gin and soda. And then it just isn't good. But I don't know. And beer makes my tummy hurt in the morning. Now I'm sitting here like really thinking about this. I
1: don't drink beer at all. I hate beer. But I have found that wine makes my hangover way worse. And oh, yeah. Sometimes even give me a headache in the middle of drinking it or that evening. like yes. As I lay down for bed. So there is this product called Just the Wine, and it um, comes in this little dropper thing. It actually looks a lot like an eyedropper, you know, like saline. Weird. And it adjusts the level of sulfites. Sulfites? Is that what it is? Sulfates. 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 That's the thing in the wine that makes everyone have a headache. Right. So it neutralizes those with, like, science magic. And you put <laughs> it in your wine while you're drinking it, and supposedly um, it can keep that headache away. Okay, I'm looking into that. Yeah, I have some. I have some at home. And they're six bucks a bottle. We'll link up to That's them so on Selfie interesting. Podcast. But yeah, I mean, huh. cheap, easy fix to try. Okay, yeah. Um, I keep it... I keep it literally right there with my wine glasses to remind myself. That's super smart. I will definitely give that a try because wine is, it can be the worst. I know. The worst. I know. It's hard.
0: So you guys need to let us know too. I know someone out there has got some great hangover remedies. So leave us a comment on selfiepodcast.com and let us know what you do. Okay, Kristen, I have a question for you.
1: What do you do with all of your photos? Oh, I just leave them on my phone, Sarah. What do you do with yours? <laughs> um, Yeah, I just leave them on my phone. Oh, I have so many pictures on my phone. And then I will take them off my phone and put them on a laptop where they will live. In fact, <laughs> Jim Gaffigan does a really funny routine about how... Um, we all just have old laptops that are full of photos. <laughs> like, oh, that's the that's the Disney trip laptop. That's so true. I do try to keep my very favorite photos in an online file that I can access all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's
0: like for those really favorite photos that you have, you've got to check out Canvas people. They print all of your favorite photos on Canvas. And if they're really unique and they're really, really lovely. Um, I've used them all at Christmas for my grandparents, you know, grandparents,
1: aunts and uncles, they always love the photos. Oh yeah. I actually, I also used canvas people because they, they gave us a really generous offer that they are also offering again today. Yes. Um, but I also use them and I bought them for a couple friends too, because yeah. who doesn't love their own photos stretched out onto a canvas. So their prints are like pieces of art. They are clean lines, really minimal. They yes. look good with any decor. Yes. I mean, we, we both
0: love them and we know you're going to love canvas people too. So we have a special code that you can use to get an 11 by 14 canvas people print for free this is a $69 value
1: and all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling so to get your own 11 by 14 canvas people print for free just visit canvaspeople.com upload your photo and enter the special code which is selfie this is a special limited time offer, so go today. Again, canvaspeople.com and use the code SELFIE when you check out to get your free print. All right, well, we're going to chat with, we're super excited to be chatting with Jane Mossbacher morris She runs a company called To The Market. She's here in Palm Springs for the same conference we were at, and when we found out we were here, we grabbed her and stalked her oh, and said, I come talk Jane. to us. I, I love Jane. Thanks for
2: joining us, Jane. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I love To The Market.
0: How, I mean how many years is I'm trying to think how, long, how many years has it been
2: so we launched to the market at uh, in November 2014 so it's wow. been like just over three years
1: yeah yeah so for of those of our listeners who don't know what okay. to the market is
2: give us a, a rundown so to the market is amazing well we know that <laughs> um, so to the market is all about bringing product that's produced around the world mm-hmm. by vulnerable communities yeah to consumers and businesses here in the U.S., and then hopefully, you know, expanding from there, mm-hmm. who are interested in ethically made product that has a social impact. Yeah, yeah. So our whole mission is: how do we take the incredible purchasing power that exists in the U.S. Yeah, and turn even a tiny percentage of that to source product from communities that traditionally have not been a part of the formal economy, mm-hmm. which literally means like they have been operating in Like a very local or maybe, you know, maybe national meaning selling within their own country, but Mm -hmm. not selling abroad. Right. And really not um, being able to participate in the supply chains of, like, big business. Meaning, Mm -hmm. like, if you think about like where coffee and chocolate is now, right? So like now we can go into Starbucks and we can see that Starbucks is working with small and medium batch producers Mm -hmm. around the world that they have invested in. Doesn't necessarily mean financial investment, but just through their purchasing power said, it's important to us as a business to engage you all And for us to support what you're doing through purchasing power and also through that, we're going to set some guidelines around um, how you operate, meaning from a social standpoint, from a wage standpoint, but also environmentally. And then because it costs a little bit more for us to engage that type of producer Mm -hmm. instead of like a huge finca, which is essentially like the the factory equivalent of of a coffee producer, Mm -hmm. we're going to communicate that premium to the consumer. Uh-huh. Who's then then is going to be really excited about the fact that we have such a transparent supply chain, Right. that we have really invested in small and medium batch producers, and that now there's that sort of rich storytelling component to that. Mm-hmm. So our vision is, gosh, the agriculture sector is the largest economy in the developing world. It's number one. Number two is artisan industry. And I like, didn't know that? Yeah, like nobody knows that, no. including myself, before wow. I like learned wow. about wow. this space, and yet we don't know that because there hasn't been somebody like a starbucks
0: mm-hmm. who okay. said
2: we want to tap into this un like inefficient meaning it's not being engaged production capacity skill set desire mm-hmm. to work that mm-hmm. exists within the artisan industry and, and work with them so that they can be our producers instead of just traditional factory makers. Right. So that's really what To the Market is doing. And in the process, we are supporting jobs for communities Absolutely. that traditionally so
1: amazing. have
2: really yeah. had a hard time finding economic opportunity, which is, like, why we're doing it.
1: And so when people buy from To the Market, they know that the person who made those goods was paid a fair wage, was working in you know, ethical conditions, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things.
2: Exactly. I yeah. mean our whole our whole sort of battle cry is this idea that all of the products are not only made by vulnerable communities mm-hmm. So you have that element, but that they're also made ethically, which is mm-hmm. exactly what you spoke about. It's that you're looking at, you know, fair wages and safe working conditions. Mm-hmm. And then we're constantly trying to layer on additional pieces. Like, how can we use more upcycled materials? Right. How right. can we, yeah, I mean, like, how can we reduce the environmental footprint or add a different, like, additional eco layers? Mm-hmm. So right. it's really cool.
0: So what kind of, so people will know, like, what kind of products do you carry? What?
2: Yeah, so it's super cool. So we have um, products that we have available to consumers. And then we do a ton of production for cl- like for corporations and oh. for brands too, which is okay, really fun. Cool. So on the consumer side, which is like to the that's mm-hmm. our where, you know, we've worked together. Um, it's everything from like really cool leather bags to like um, traditional um, sari uh, oh. throws that are mm-hmm. upcycled and then over dyed and natural dyes and then Hunt the stitched by human trafficking survivors. I mean, so it's oh, amazing. It's yeah. so cool. It's jewelry. It's bag. It's, it's home goods. So it's really like and very giftable. Cute. Yeah. yeah very yes, giftable.
0: It's very well curated. Yeah. You
1: know,
2: I, we try. I we mean, do. we definitely like, try. You do a great job. Well, because we always want. I mean, the idea is like we don't want pity purchases. Right. No. Right.
1: right. And mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, the stuff you guys carry looks like anthropology. I mean, it's, it's very fashion forward. It's really giftable. Like, I have this adorable set of cloth napkins and Mm -hmm. wood napkin holders from Mm -hmm. you guys. I have an amazing purse. I get so many good comments. Like, nice leather purse. I mean, it's really, you know, on the materialistic level,
0: it's really cute stuff. It really is cute stuff. And And by the way, we will link to all of this on SelfiePodcast.com so you guys can go ahead Mm -hmm. and check out these amazing goods. So Super cute stuff.
2: It has to be. I mean, it has to be the same quality or better than what we would find at like a traditional retailer, because no pity purchases. I mean, the, the artisans, the ethical Mm -hmm. producers in our supply chain, they don't want your pity. Like yeah. they are interested in your business because yeah. they're makers. So they don't that's want great. anybody to that's be cool. buying something from them yeah. just because something that's happened to them. Right. Meaning like, oh, you're a survivor. So I'll buy from you just because I feel sorry for you. No, they want to feel like they're mm-hmm. your equal. They yeah. are a maker. They're producing something mm-hmm. beautiful that you want to yep. spend your hard earned money on. Right. Like to have what they create. So I'm really impressed with, you know, what these artisan groups are continually like turning out. Yeah. And then for our um, corporations that we work with, even like nonprofits we work with, we work with like American Red Cross and Every Mother Counts and Mm -hmm. Forte Foundation and One Campaign – It's the same sort of idea of, like, how do we look at products you guys are buying for things that you probably haven't thought about? Like, your T-shirts with your logo on it for, like, your Habitat for Humanity Day build or, like, your conference totes. How can we have those products also be made by Mm -hmm. our ethical producers? And, oh, by the way, it's such a better story if I'm, like, running a women's conference to say Mm – And these bags are made by vulnerable women. Like that's a no brainer. So that's been really fun because that gives a lot of scale to some of our producers who haven't had it previously because these are, you know, thousand, ten thousand thousand, 10,000 plus unit orders. I mean, sometimes they're small. We work with small and big, but I mean, that's a way for some of our producers Mm -hmm. to have a lot of economic opportunity, which I totally love. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how did you get into this?
2: It's so funny. Like I worked in retail in high school and was like so bad. I hated it so much. Like I literally remember, <laughs> I remember those days myself. Like <laughs> I, I really, like Folding. I'm so type <laughs> A and like yes. so diligent about being like a good like worker bee, but I remember like, like one of my managers was like, you asked to leave early too many times. And I was or like, you work like day. two, two retail boutiques in Houston, Texas, where okay. I'm from. And Taylor. Oh, amazing. Manager. Amazing. Amazing. my course you suits. Perfect. I love it. Oh yeah. I love it yeah. amazing. 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 My so much. So like I, if somebody had told me then that like, oh, you'll be like in the like retail space, I would have been like, oh no. <laughs> no. Thank no. you. Way. But I mean, as you guys know, I was was really passionate about international development, international security, Um, went to Georgetown to focus on those topics and then ended up being at the State Department for quite a while working on national security issues and really was focusing on women in security Mm -hmm. and ended up interacting with just so many talented people around the world that were like, we don't have enough power because we don't have enough access to capital. Totally. Like it, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, it's about, I've been saying this like the entire time I've been here, like it's about like dollar dollar bills, meaning yeah. like yeah. we were doing these like women's empowerment training and they were saying like, look, this is amazing for us to have these skill sets. But mm-hmm. oh, by the way, like if I advocate for something and I don't have any cash to put behind it, even right. if it's like within my yeah. own family unit, like mm-hmm. meaning like I advocate for girl staying in school, but like, I can't, I don't have the cash. If my Mm -hmm. husband or whoever it is decides like, no, she's going to go work to say, no, I'm going to put her through school then if it's not important to you. Uh I mean, it just was like so clear to me, like time and time again, that people ultimately really wanted access to capital via. Yeah the opportunity to work, the dignity of work. Yeah, right. And so I went on this like crazy journey of like trying to figure out like, oh, well, then what would I do to help generate economic opportunity for these communities? Learned about the artisan industry, mm-hmm. like was watching all the trends around like all of us now wanting like organic products yeah, or like, right. you know, yeah. ethically produced products, wanting a more mm-hmm. like story rich background for like what we wear, mm-hmm. not just what we drink and eat. And I was like, gosh, there's this like, amazing capacity and around the world of like beautiful beautiful products and there's a, this incredible demand of people like wanting this stuff like right. shoot like let's connect the dots here that's so incredible
0: God, that's so cool
2: who would have known
0: so how does that play out in your personal life
2: yeah I mean, you, know, well, you I mean, know we're talking self-care self care. Mm-hmm. you are like you're an entrepreneur
1: mm-hmm. you're also you know I mean, I feel like you're a philanthropist in a way. You know, you're doing all of this good. You've got a globally scaled Mm -hmm. business.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's been super interesting. So when I look back at 2017, I really realized that I was doing too much and Mm -hmm. like truly was not like I really, really ran myself down. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where. I like when I looked at why I kept saying yes to stuff and I still struggle with this, like I seriously struggle with this, like I felt like if. Like, if it was a good thing to do, meaning, like, if it was, like, a kind thing to do, that I should say yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, even if I'm 100% underwater, like,
1: uh-huh. can't oh, sleep,
2: like, dying, uh-huh. that, I like, if somebody said, like, hey, can you do a call with me to, like, give me advice? I'd be like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, and mm-hmm. I still feel that way. Like, that's my tendency because it hurts my feelings when people tell me no. Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening is, like, I constantly felt like I didn't have enough time for my marriage for like my own self-care right. for like the business. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it's really something that when I look back at 2017, I was like, gosh, like that whole like mantra that we talk about, about like putting on the oxygen, oxygen mask oh, first, yeah. like it truly was like, it, mm-hmm. I was like living it. I mean, I was running myself into the ground and I think ultimately was not as effective as I normally am right. like yeah, in right. anything right. Yeah. because I was doing that.
1: And that is a hard lesson to learn that just because something would be a good thing to do doesn't mean it's the right thing or the right time to do Or the good thing for you to do.
2: Totally. Yeah. I mean, like, I Ugh. have, like, such a guilt thing about yeah. being, like, like, I'm a person of faith, so I'm always like, oh, well, like, like... If I serve others, like, that's actually, like, better Mm -hmm. than serving myself, Mm -hmm. like, in my mind. I'm, like, that's, Mm -hmm. like, more important. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if Mm -hmm. I'm, like, literally look like I've aged 300 years and now I have to wear, like, (laughs) staged makeup instead of, like, tinted moisturizer. And now I have to do, like, spray paint on my face. You know? It's, (laughs) like, I'm, like, but this is, like, the right thing. Yeah, exactly. It's total martyr. And, like, and my mom, like, who is, like, so, so super awesome and is just a wonderful source of advice for me, like, really – Really has helped me see mm-hmm. like this idea that you can be kind to others mm-hmm. and um, treat them, you know, with love and respect, but also let them know like that you don't have the bandwidth that you totally mm-hmm. wish that you did at mm-hmm. the moment to right. assist them yeah. and point them in another direction. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really, really trying to work through that.
1: I can really relate to that because when I started my blog, Um, It was pretty focused on adoption. And so I have a lot of adoptive or prospective adoptive families that follow. And for a long time, I became sort of this advice source for prospective adoptive families. And I do get probably once a day an email from someone asking me, I live in Michigan, what agency should I use? Or, you know, I'm looking into adopting from Haiti, what's the best, you know, And for a long time, I would just drop everything and answer all those emails, and a lot of it was like, here, let me Google this for you. Right, right. But I really felt like I wanted to empower and equip anyone who wanted to adopt, because that was my life's calling. And, And then I realized, like, if I spent all that time doing that, I didn't have time to write the blog or more importantly, parent my own adopted children, exactly, right? Exactly. And so I finally had to create a boundary that, like, I I can't answer everyone's adoption-related questions, and I put that on my website, like, here are some resource places to go. But I felt so much guilt, like, who do I think I am that I can't stop I can't. and help these people, which is my heart's beat, you know? Um, but sometimes you have to kind of scale back and look at the big picture and like, who am I here to help? Because I can't help everyone. Totally. And I think it's like a good time right now to let the listeners know about the, the way you
0: do email and that you're you're kind of the canned email responses you have. I do. And I, that was yeah. a big
1: step in self-care. So tell them about that. Yeah. So I, in my Gmail, I have, um, you can do canned responses where you can just write something up and then have a title for it. And so when someone asks me adoption related questions, I have an email that I, Already wrote so I don't have to think about being nice and diplomatic every single time I get that email that just explains like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Don't have time to answer all these questions, but here are, you know, here's all these resources. And then I have one for um the people who want to take me to lunch and pick my brain about blogging. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which again, it's like at the beginning I would have sat down with anyone. Absolutely. Me too. But now it's like I can't do that. And then I have the canned response for the people that wanna, you know. Sit down and talk about divorce or, you know, whatever it is. And it's. I hate that I don't have the bandwidth to do all that, but I don't. You don't. Not if I want to be a good mom and put food on my table.
2: Right, exactly. Totally. I mean, it is so... It is such a challenge, like balancing. Yeah, and I totally relate to you being like, who do I think I am? I mean, right. it's like you like really I don't have time for this. Totally. But I was listening to a really interesting message. And the person like talking about this idea of like how to love others from afar mm-hmm. was essentially like what like if you are are spending time with people that like you don't really have time to spend with or like aren't really part of your like what you should be spending your time with right now like you could literally like miss your destiny ooh meaning like mm. it's more like it's more than just and like he was saying it from a faith-based perspective but like his point was like you can love people from afar and be kind to people like mm-hmm. saying no is not necessarily an unkind right. thing right right like you can say it in a kind way, in a kind way. Yeah. but like you this idea of like you constantly helping people like in a way that's not strategic mm-hmm. like you literally could miss your serious calling right like the real calling totally yeah which to yeah. me i was like okay that actually resonates for me because like it makes me feel less guilty because right. it makes me really understand like i really do need to focus if i feel like i have like a clear mission
1: yeah right. like that
2: i need to really really allow myself to be mission focused and feel good about that yeah because yeah. the mission is good
1: well and oh, i absolutely. think we forget about being kind to ourselves we're always worried about: Am I exactly. going to come off mean? And you know, and it is kind of that martyr thing of like, well, I haven't had any moment for self care, but yes, I'll go to coffee with you, right, so that you can get a business plan for me that you could probably read in a book, you know. Um, right. But just learning to be kind to ourselves first, right? Is okay, that's okay to do that, and
0: know? it is a domino effect too. I mean, it really does work in that way. If you're mm-hmm. if you're good to yourself, take care of yourself, yeah. It's it's going to filter down through the people that you love and around yeah. you. Totally. But it's hard. I mean, especially I look at, I'm looking at the three of us right now and I'm just like, we're all very,
1: we're wired, very similar, you yes. know, and it's,
0: Get yeah, stuff yeah, it's, done.
1: it's, it's hard. So what did you do? What did you do last year when you, you know, realized you were in this space? What did you put into practice that kind of shifted things for you?
2: So the practice, like, I really didn't realize it until December. Mm-hmm. Like it really, like I had so much going on. Like our business was scaling. Um, we were taking on investors we, and I was writing a book I' a, my, like I had to turn in my manuscript second week of January. Like, wow. so I was writing the book, oh raising money Lord. and like scaling the business. And it really was not until like December that I was like, I literally, like, I'm not joking. I'm so tired. I feel like I can't speak. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: I, like I would literally lay in bed and, and literally get out of bed, like on the weekends, not joking. I would get out of bed to eat, and then I would go back in bed and sleep. Mm, I'm wow. not – saying like, I was not depressed. Right. I was exhausted. Exhausted, exhausted. Yeah. Deeply, deeply exhausted. Yeah. I mean, just sleep, get literally, wake up, eat, mm-hmm. go back to sleep. Yeah. Like, it was so fascinating. And really, it wasn't until the end of December that, like, I started, you know, talking to people that I trust because I I tend to be – super private and, like, people assume that I'm hyper, like, self-sufficient. And so, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not somebody that people are like, how are you? How are you? Right, right, right. Right? So everybody just assumed I was, like, honky dory. And so I, like, turned to some of my most trusted sources, including my mother, and was like, I am deeply exhausted and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where, like, I've begun in 2018, like, a couple of things. One is um, lower volume, higher impact. Is like Mm. one of my like mantras, like lower volume, higher impact. Like how do I really think about activities that are going to produce more and doing fewer Mm -hmm. of them, Mm -hmm. Um, which ultimately like actually makes a ton of sense, like as it relates to scaling a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I really had to sort of have that. Concept in my mind, you know, because like I was sort of like Cookie Monster. Do you know what I mean? Right, I was yeah. like, oh, mom, mom, all <laughs> totally. opportunity, good. I, yeah. eat all. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, then Cookie Monster, like, weighs 400 pounds and, right, like, can't right. get out of, like, can't get out of bed. Well, mm-hmm. okay. That was like me with, like, business. I was like, I will do every order. I will do, like, you know, our, like, we will say yes to everything. I will speak oh, at every conference that asks, like, totally. Like, totally. Right, and right. then you're like, Completely, completely. Yeah. So that was like one of the big things. Another thing that I'm still really trying to figure out is, you know, because, and you know, you all are entrepreneurs too. Like when you're an entrepreneur and everybody listening knows this, like if you want to scale your business, it never turns off. It never, ever, 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 ever ever turns off. And if you don't decide, like Maura, um, Maura Aarons-Mille was speaking yesterday about this idea of, like, she set a very clear revenue goal of what she needed Mm -hmm. to make a Mm -hmm. month. And, like, she would not go over, like, she did not pursue to go over that, right? So she's like, she needed that a month to, like, run the business and feel really good about it. And, like, Mm -hmm. that was it. It. Right. And so for me, I'm sort of like, okay, how do I... How do I set boundaries mentally mm-hmm. where I'm going to not be on technology for all of Saturday? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even going to look at my email. Like, yeah. truly not. Not just not respond. I mean, right. like, not see what's sitting in my feed totally. because it's going to trigger this, like, anxiety oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, so totally. that's something that I'm starting. That's and then amazing. It's that's hard. It is I don't know so if I could do hard. that. It's I really, really hard. It's super hard because... My husband is also like such a hard worker Mm -hmm. and like, he, I guess, doesn't feel like he needs to do that yet. And so he will work. Like, yeah, that's like my husband and I too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, but I, I'm like really trying to force myself to be disciplined. And another thing that I realized I was doing in 2017 and which I didn't do in 2018 for a vacation. And it was literally like one of the best vacations I've ever taken. And certainly the best since I started to the market is when I would go on quote vacation previously, I would just work from a pretty place. Totally. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I would just be like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm in Miami. I'm, like, look, working on my laptop looking at the beach. Well, like, then mm-hmm. I would come back and I'd be right. just as tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Need
0: I mean, vacation
2: like, for the vacation. Totally. Like, loving my view, but, like, mm-hmm. still exhausted and actually literally be like I don't know why I'm so tired I just got back from Miami <laughs> right and it's like because you didn't like you didn't you did, rest you didn't, yeah you rest. didn't rest right and so like I when I turned in my book manuscript I went to Mexico for a full week which like in the scheme of things actually isn't even that much but for me it was huge because yeah. I'd only oh, that's, taken that's long a weekends lot. That's a lot. right yeah. to run your own business yeah and I literally like essentially didn't work And I like came back feeling like a new woman. Yeah. And it really was like such a reminder. It's like when you start working out again, when you haven't worked out, Mm -hmm. where you're like, why did I forget how like important this is? Or like, why did I forget like how good this makes me feel? Like, why would I ever not do this? Totally. So for you, it's a lot about discipline. It really it is. like, mm-hmm. And it's like the opposite discipline. The you discipline know what I mean? is slowing right. down. Yes. Yeah. The uh, discipline totally. is slowing down. Totally. Which I think like anybody who's like type A mm-hmm. or like neurotic or like really focused on scaling. Mm-hmm. Like it's a real, real struggle because yeah. It, yeah. it really can create, you know, serious, serious impacts on your health and your Which well-being.
1: Totally. Oh, yeah. We know. We know. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. I know. Oh my
0: gosh. Well, thank you so much, Jane. I mean, you are a real inspiration to me, honestly. Totally. I have thank loved you since the agree. day I met you, and yeah. you do such good work. Yeah. And yeah, we're just so happy to
2: have you. Thank yeah. And you we ladies. are going to be
1: linking up um, To The Market products and yeah. their website on selfiepodcast.com, or you can just check it out directly at ToTheMarket.com.
2: Thanks, ladies.
0: All right. That's it for today. Next week, we are talking about self-care in the online world, and we will also be interviewing Kelly Beal, who's the founder of Design Crush, and she'll be telling us about her own little self-care ritual.
1: Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at at @selfiepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfiepodcast. You can
0: also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week.
1: A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.